there is nothing wrong with your internet, do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 14 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirlis, and tonight we'll be discussing episode two of Winona Earp. Steve normally is able to dig out tons of news, but it was, I think, way too much that we plugged into the last one. <laughs> We've run the well dry for this week. Yeah, just a little bit. Yes, but like we were saying last episode, make sure you go on sci-fi.com slash Winona Earp so you can read all the information about all the characters. Yes, it's really yeah. good. It is. It's so much information. And I'm kind of afraid to read all of it like in depth because I don't want to know something that we haven't learned yet on the show. Right. I don't want to know more than I should, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's jump right into episode two, Keep the Home Fires Burning. Episode two, Keep the Home Fires Burning. Winona attracts some unwanted attention after returning to purgatory. At the same time, she struggles to keep her impetuous nature in check while trying to conform to the rules imposed by the Black Badge Division. In other happening, Rifter Henry makes a deal he may not be able to honor. There was a lot going on in this episode pretty fast. Oh yeah, they jump right into it real quick. Yes, I'm, I'm loving it. So if it can keep up this pace, I think it's going to really keep a lot of people's attention. Because you know how most of us have really short attention span. Yes. Well, all right, where do you want to start today? Well, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the Earps. All right, let's go. And we we open up with Winona and Dolls in his vehicle outside a nightclub, I guess. And Dolls is trying to uh, explain to Winona that she needs to keep this very discreet. And she's not getting to use the Peacemaker. She's got to use one of uh, Black Badge Division's guns. And she goes in and does just the opposite of what she was told. Somehow I'm not exactly surprised with that no not at all because she gets a little uh teased by red by biting off that girl's finger and acting like it's a cigar yeah what that's not totally normal oh no not at all that's, that's not what you do when you go out oh okay and winona <laughs> returns the favor by yelling crazy gun with the crazy, crazy chick girl. with the gun and Start shooting in the air, shooting at the ceiling. I was I was really surprised that they kind of started with this mm -hmm. because it didn't seem like it had a whole lot to do with the story. But I'm I'm assuming it's just to kind of show Winona's nature. Right. Yes, that she is going to have a bit of a difficult time conforming to rules and regulations of the Black Badge Division. Yeah. And dolls just better be ready to handle that. <laughs> 
Oh, poor doll. Well, as we progress, though, in the story, she seems to be doing a little better. Just a teeny bit. Because he's giving her all these different weapons to try later in the in the episode. And she's, you know, pretty much kicking butt with it. She's able to hit the target every time. So we know that she's not completely terrible. Right. Whereas, Which was completely opposite of what we saw in the premiere. Right. So do you think that is more of the curse kicking in and giving her her abilities that's a tough call because the curse had already kicked in when she went out to to practice with the peacemaker yeah but see i still feel at that point she wasn't really embracing everything (laughs) like she was still fighting it right and that's very very possible so maybe now that she's finally decided that yes okay this is really happening this isn't just some random person trying to hurt me that she's able to uh, do better than than hitting a random target luckily right and i expected she had some skills in shooting a gun even though she you know had problems after shooting her father i still think she probably uh, sooner or later got some skills in gun shooting a gun yeah i believe it too okay and you have um little miss willa she just is such a cheerleader I don't know. Yeah, Waverly is quite Waverly, the, I'm sorry. Willa is the one that was taken. Was taken. Yes. yes. I got that. There's too many W's. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Waverly. Um, yeah, as she drives by with her boyfriend, you know, hooting and hollering because Winona is actually doing target practice. Right. I don't think that was the smartest idea for her. No. Especially since she said she had a hard time shooting. It's like, uh, maybe you shouldn't be anywhere near yeah. Where she's practicing. Just a thought, but apparently <laughs> she didn't think so. Yeah. Well, Waverly wasn't quite the brightest uh, tool in the shed in this episode either. <laughs> yeah, that's the next metaphor. <laughs> it kind of worked with her, though, because, yeah, she, um, oh, my gosh, she's like, I could totally be part of Black Badge, and I can do this, and I can do that. But she just, just seems very naive about yes. everything. Yes. And she... maybe it's supposed to be the small town mentality. Right, because she opens up and tells uh, Doc Holliday way too much. Right. We are still assuming that's Doc Holliday, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's I the assumption we're going by. Okay. That's IMDB identifies him as Doc Holliday. So. Oh, did they? I didn't look it up. I didn't want to know for sure since yeah. they called him Henry. Right. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, mm, don't know if I want to. Go no. that way or not, but I, I really think it is because he has, he shows a little bit of loyalty to Winona and Waverly, even though he goes in and tries to steal something out of their place. But he knows a lot about Wyatt. Yes. And short of family, it just seemed like it'd be kind of strange for him to know all of that information. Well, we kind of, uh, find out that he is only teaming up with the revenants because he wants someone back right but see the way they said it i thought he wanted to get someone back but not like back in his life i, I thought it was more don't revenge. know i have a very funny feeling that good old doc holiday ended up with wyatt's wife yeah i was thinking it was he was trying to seek revenge on someone yeah, I don't think so. That somehow put him in the situation he's in. Because at one point they do say, yeah, the one guy says, we'll get, we'll give you what, what you want. We'll give you her. Mm-hmm. But the other one said something about, oh my God, I can't, I wish I wrote it down. 
it was something about um, the woman who did this to you. That's why I was getting confused. So I, I didn't know what your thoughts were. So you think it was that he got together with a certain woman who may or may not be Wyatt's wife. Right. And I think somehow in that relationship was caused him to become immortal. Hmm. But not a revenant. Right. Not a revenant. He's just immortal. Which we learn very, hold on, scratch that, rewind. He's not, I didn't think he was immortal. I thought they said he was a mortal because that was the only way they can call that shadow revenant guy with the blood of a mortal. Hmm. I know it's it's kind of confusing because obviously he's not aging and he was in the bottom of a well. <laughs> so, you know, those two things were very strange. So I assumed he was somehow brought back and immortal, but not a bad guy. But I don't know now. I'm getting really, really confused with the way that they portrayed it already. Oh, yeah. It's... Especially now that I'm saying it out loud to you. Confusing <laughs> <laughs> myself more. Yes. Yeah. There is so much to learn about Doc Holliday. <laughs> there is. All right, let's go back to the Earp family. We have Waverly, which is funny, interacting with Doc, or we should call him Henry, I guess. Right. At the bar, because he's trying to pay off his bar bill with, what was it, like some token. Right. <laughs> And I love the bartender. We take cash or check or cash or certified check or cash or money order or cash, but not pirate booty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it just makes me wonder what that's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Is it supposed to be what the money was of the time? Because I assume, I assumed it was still paper money at some point, but I don't know what this is unless it's some weird not revenant thing. I mean, because they were just playing poker and I assumed that was just poker chips. Right. I don't know what it is that he was using. <laughs> Maybe it's worth like a whole lot of money because it's something that wasn't around now. Right. And it's very rare to find. In which case, our bartender may totally have missed like a big payoff. Yes. <laughs> very possible. <laughs> but yeah. We're really just opening way up, and she's like, I'm a good judge of character. And he's just like, No, no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what it is. It's just her nature to be so open because that happens a little bit later, too. Uh huh. With the officer. The new officer that we got in this episode. Who I was immediately thinking was not a good guy. I don't know why, but I'm like, Hmm. Yeah, it it was surprising that a new officer would show up and can't be from purgatory. So that leaves a lot of, a lot more open to is she somebody that could be good or could be bad? But boy, she sure poured on the uh, flirt with uh, Waverly there. <laughs> oh my I wasn't quite goodness. sure where you're going, so like I'm gonna just let you. <laughs> <laughs> Go with that thought, thought. Yeah, and uh, let me see. Poor Waverly. Okay, this was just weird in my opinion, too. So the beer tap sprays her, you know, and that's when the officer is like kind of far. No, I didn't know there was a wet t-shirt contest. And she's you know, just laughing and, and like no big deal. And so she's like, well, let me take this off for a minute. Who the hell does that? Exactly. Oh, I don't know who you are. I'm going to just take my shirt off so I can wring it out. You live upstairs. Why wouldn't you just go upstairs and change your shirt? Uh-huh. That didn't make sense to me. I guess just a plot device. Yeah. Because she gets stuck in her shirt because that happens when you're sober. Right. And your clothes fit. Wait, no. <laughs> that happens when you're drunk or if your clothes are not the right size. Right. 
And then the officer just helped her and she's just like, ha, 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 okay. Like, oh, where are they going with this? I don't know. Maybe it was just me. I, I had to pause and walk out of the room for a minute because I'm like, what are we doing? I don't know if I can. This is just weird. You can't make her out to be this stupid because how is she going to survive the revenants? Right. And then she's like so smart with all the information that she's gathering. It's so stupid with people. It just doesn't seem to make sense. Yeah, it, it actually does. If you've ever had dealings with very small town people. I have not ever lived in a very small town. So. Right. Yeah. Well, no. I had family that did live in a very, in very small towns and out in the country. And yeah, they and can be normal? a little naive as far as <laughs> dealing with people go. Cause all they've had is the few people, you know, in their community and. They yeah, but now that she knows that there's revenants and it's real, you think she would be like really careful about things. Yeah, especially with people she don't know. <laughs> right. That's my uh, I hope they make her out as we go to smarten up. Yes. I just don't wanna uh I don't know. It's just one of those people that if they keep her kind of like this silly, I don't think I can deal with it. Right. So here's hoping. Yes. Keep your innocence, but don't be stupid. Let's put it <laughs> that way. All right, let's get back to uh but more family. I almost forgot because we got the aunt back. Yes, Gus has recovered from her injury. That that was quick. So I'm guessing we're looking at a good couple week time period. You would think because she's pretty messed up. Yeah. So yeah, she's back and they're having lunch and she's drinking. <laughs> Although it's just medicinal. Right. Again, I'm like, okay. Yeah, you tell yourself that. Right. But she's she stepped up. Because a revenant happens to come in. Now, unfortunately, Gus had moved Peacemaker because she didn't want it on the table while they were eating. Right. Which immediately, I don't know about you, but I thought, oh, that is going to be a bad move. Right. Because when they focus on something like that, you're just like, oh, no, this is going to go bad real fast. <laughs> so a revenant comes in. And I love how they're having lunch in the bar. And the bar's closed, but the door's open. Right. Again, it's got to be the whole small town thing. Yes. So the revenants, um, of course, super smart ass. It's the one that she didn't officially kill. She just kind of grazed him. Well, she shot right. him, but the oh, right, black badge we weaponry doesn't do any good. That's right. I forgot. And he's all smart ass with, oh, he said, we couldn't take this from you. But I got it now until we didn't. <laughs> because he started freaking out because it was like burning his hand and I was taking it almost like being um electrocuted or tased because right. like his whole body was kind of vibrating but yeah. he couldn't let go of the gun yeah he was burning from the inside out yeah, well she took care of him then yeah <laughs> so obviously Wynonna's getting a much better shot because we find out they have to take the revenants out with a bullet from Peacemaker right between the eyes yeah just like a zombie. Exactly. It's the only way to kill him. And it sends him right back to hell. Yeah, it was weird. He does really good special effects where he burns and the, the floor like melts. Yeah. And then it closes back up. Right. So I thought that was a pretty cool effect. Yeah. Although there was some... Going down? <laughs> <laughs> there was some leftover revenant. Because <laughs> Gus didn't seem too happy when she's like, oh, I'll get a towel. Right. But I think it's good that Gus being back into the fray and she was actually able to see what happened this time. 
Right. And she can't deny anything anymore. Right. As much as she wants to, she can't. Yes. So now I think the whole family's on the same page. The only buddy, the only one who doesn't know what's going on is the idiot boyfriend, Champ. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be too much of a loss, though. <laughs> no. Because no. then it takes us into more with the law and Marshall Dahls. Yes. But he knows a whole lot more than Winona even knows. Yes. So do you want to talk a little bit about the black badges? Yeah, well, he says that this division of the Marshalls have been around for a long time. Actually, before. Right. Demon hunters for... <laughs> Quite a long this whole time. time. Yes. So Which that's... makes me wonder what happened to Wyatt and what he was officially involved with, which I'm assuming something at the OK Corral that brought him into it, the curse to his family, and created this, uh, what did they call it, the triangle? Right. But it wasn't the only place. No. Because help me out, where else did they say it was? Someplace in New Mexico. Yes, I think so. Because I know... When he was showing Winona the picture, she's like, what is this? Because she has said something that I have said previously, that if something bad is out there along the lines of, oh, my gosh, zombies, watching The Walking Dead when we talk about it, it's like, why would the government not tell you? Aliens. Yes. Or <laughs> demons. You know, she's like, people are not stupid people would be okay if you tell them the truth and the same thing that has been said in other shows a person is smart people are stupid right. because when you get people in a crowd they start you get that the whole herd mentality and people freak out whereas if you if somebody came and told me and told you and separately and we can have the discussion and we're fine and we'd be able to comprehend it but if you suddenly tell a whole group of people at one time I'll, uh, uh, another show that I believe you're doing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wayward Vines. People panic. Yes. So it's it's interesting that they do bring up the fact that, well, this other town found out, and this is what happened. Right. Maldito, but New like, Mexico, was the last town okay. to realize they were under siege from Hellspawn, and now it's a crater. <laughs> is it like Sunnydale, California? <laughs> Sunnyvale, yeah. But what I wonder is if they had something along the same line, some kind of curse that kept them there. But did the people freak out or is it that the information got out, period? Yeah, I think that's that. the, the reason they nuked it with the Tomahawk missiles is they didn't want the story getting out. Interesting. Yes. Because, yeah, what is the real reason? The government just didn't want the info out there or the people started freaking out and it went from just a tinfoil hat thing to something that could really hurt the world kind of thing. Right. It's normal government cover-up. <laughs> Good old Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> That's interesting, too, that they bring out Teddy Roosevelt because they're like, Roosevelt started it. And she immediately says, Eleanor. <laughs> Why? Now, I, yeah, why? It makes me wonder. Was she kind of one of the weird... No, okay, excuse me. I'm sorry I said the word weird, but like a spiritualist where she believed in like ghosts and demons and everything then? Is that why she automatically went to her? I don't like, know. I don't remember ever hearing anything. Did she have like seances and stuff? Yeah. Because why else would she automatically say Eleanor? Right. So now I'm like, okay, I need to dig through weird random history notes. <laughs> See if I can find something if Eleanor Roosevelt was one of those people. Yeah. Or if she ever went to, oh, what is the house? Winchester House. Yes. Where that lady was kind of, but hey, who am I to knock it? Maybe there are a bunch of spirits there. Mm -hmm. We'll never know. Right. 
Yeah, but the whole reason he informed her about this was that you need to be discreet. Otherwise, if everybody knows, we're going to nuke the town. Wouldn't that stop the revenants, though, right off? I mean, get your family out. You would think, but... Um... Since there's just just a hole. <laughs> okay, that would be bad, I guess. We don't want everybody to to go boom. No. But it's funny because uh, Marshall takes over the local police station. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing trying to say this because it turns out there's one, he's the sheriff, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's it. And he has one probationary officer. That is a super small town. Yes. All I could think of was Mayberry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Andy. Uh, but he's like, I have budget cuts. I have to buy my own coffee. <laughs> And in a town without a Starbucks. Right. So, oh, I did like this Smart Alec re- remark. Though. He's like, I'm not drinking your dark roast. You're fine. <laughs> I guess it was probably the safest place to set up shop. But at the same time, I feel like because I don't trust the sheriff or the new. Did she say she was a deputy or just an officer? I think it was just an officer, but I could be wrong. Was he officially a sheriff or was he chief? Look at that. Now I don't even know. Because I know it makes a difference in how they're actually addressed. Right. Yeah, I think he was the sheriff. He wasn't the sheriff when Winona was there the last time, but I think he is the sheriff now. Okay. Well, I, I don't know how I feel if they're on, you know, good or bad. So I'm kind of nervous for them to set up there. Yes. Especially with this officer who just hopped in, you know, knocks, and she's like, look, you got something, you got a new package. And, I'm like, she's not supposed to know anything. So just walking in, if they had stuff up on the boards or whatever. Again, I just, I watch a lot of criminal TV, I guess. So, it's like, CSI, I'm just thinking, you know, they're going to have, like, their murder board up and all this happening. And she's going to walk in and either be working for the bad guys or somehow ends up leaking the information to the bad guys without knowing those bad guys. Right. I just don't trust her. I don't trust new people already. Yes. <laughs> We're only two episodes in, and I'm like, I don't trust that one. No. Especially when her good. last name is hot. <laughs> this is not good for the season, in my, in my opinion. I am not going to be able to trust any new characters. No. And I think that has to do with some of the revenants. Oh, yeah. Let's go into that, shall we? Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they have to set up shop because every place has been compromised. Right. So they go back to the old homestead. Mm-hmm. And the problem is Waverly's place is compromised because of Henry. Yep. Because he breaks in, like you said, trying to find some stuff on Winona, a personal artifact. Right. Unfortunately, it was something that Waverly gathered and ends up having the shadow monster go after Waverly instead of Winona. Yeah. First mistake that uh, Henry makes. Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like anybody who's who's affecting the family at all, that's not coming directly after Winona, it's just going to build her strength, I guess. And bring out all of her abilities because she is just mad that you're trying to take somebody else out. Yes. But it's also brought up by the other revenant whose name is escaping me. I want to say Lewis or something. But he's talking to Henry. He's like, you know, 
what kind of person are you? You're the one who said that there was a code and you're, you know, turning on the family that was from your you know, bloodline of your friend. And I was like, wow, that's kind of cold when you're trying to get him to do what you want. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like he did not want him to do, you know, call the shadow monster. But maybe that's just me projecting. Right. Yeah, I think the the one revenant is a total wuss. And so he's not going to, you know, want to do all these horrible things. And yet at the same time, he doesn't last long. <laughs> right. Well, especially when Henry divulges that, oh, that wasn't Winona's, that was Waverly. Yeah. He's like, you sent him after that sweet little girl? <laughs> wow. You really do hate them. Like, he knew what the shadow monster has done and is capable of doing. Right. And is just completely shocked that Henry would have done something like that. <laughs> but you guys didn't tell him everything either. Exactly. So that's, oh, I don't know if it's good or bad that he did this and he's like, oh, crap, I, I did this. Yeah, you know, but he's then feeling when he finally remorse, admits but... to Bilbo that it went wrong... Bilbo turns around and says, okay, drag Lewis outside the triangle and we'll believe you're on our side. Right. And and he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. It's you or me. Yeah. <laughs> so he does. He drags him out. And, you know, the guy is, he's not dead, which I assumed it was going to, like, kind of make him explode or something. Right. But it just is slowly kind of torturing him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long that's going to last. That yeah. Suck. I don't know how he's going to. Managed to crawl back inside the triangle. Cut off his arm or his leg, whatever it was wrapped around. Right, I guess. Very Jigsaw-esque. Yeah. I don't know, it was nuts, and uh, he just seemed really cool with it. But it's again, it gets weirder, because back at the homestead, where they're trying to make, make their stand and their safe haven, the Earps figure out that, well, the Earps and Marshall Buck. Marshall Dawes, no. Dolls, yeah. Dolls. I'm like, wait, wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Marshall Dolls figure out that the bedrock is something that is what can keep out the revenants. Right. And Waverly's imaginary friend this whole time was Bogo, who is the leader of the revenants. Yes. <laughs> which I don't understand how he got there at all. If they can't go on that, he gives her something to bury so that they can cross onto that bedrock. Right. It but counteracts how did he even... the amylite. Thank you. But how did he even get close to her? Or was he always like on the edges and she just thought he was an imaginary friend? I guess so. That was weird. Yes, it was. Of course, he looked like some weird pimp too, the way he was trying. Or something out of like Street Fighter. I don't know. It was strange. Had me like the, the haircut and the beard. I just wanted to play a video game with him in it. <laughs> but they, it, and it's really interesting how they did it where she finally remembers that she had buried this thing. Right. Out near the pet cemetery, which again, just creepy. <laughs> I can't get down with pet cemetery at all because that movie. Okay. I'm past that. She figures it out. They dig it up as Winona is fighting the shadow creature who's going after Waverly. Right. But it was really cool effects all around. She shoots it and you have all these lights. Like, it looked like blades of light going into right. the yeah, shadow. Yeah, it was almost like lightning bolts. It was really cool. Yeah. And then she manages to kill him. 
Okay, great. Waverly throws the amulet that she had dug or buried, I'm sorry, that let the revenants come onto the land. And all of a sudden, and it happened to be Lewis, he goes flying <laughs> because he couldn't be on there. And it like totally zipped out. And it totally reminded me of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. It's like, I don't. I don't give you permission to be here anymore. And they go flying out. I just loved how it was all this stuff kind of combined, and it just had all this uh, mashup of of all these shows that we've seen in the past. Right. I loved it. Yes. I love her so much. But again, Henry coming back to him and chases Jean or champs jeans. Oh my god, those are those are douchebag jeans. Yeah. I don't even know what kind they are. It's like no guys should not have jeweled butts. I'm sorry. <laughs> It does not look normal. But what was the whole deal with the mailbox? I didn't understand. Well, apparently the revenants had put the same graffiti on the mailbox that they put on Henry's trailer. Oh, okay. And that's why he was out there replacing it. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, I know I walked out of the room for a minute. I didn't know if I had missed something specific with the mailbox. No. That's why I'm like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So weird and awesome stuff all at once happening in this episode. Yes. So what did I miss, Steve? Because I kind of zipped through a lot. I think we pretty much covered everything. Um, there were a few uh, points. Um, let's see. Uh, for some reason, Waverly wasn't included in the height measurements of the Earp children marked in the homestead. Oh. Right. Waverly I hints thought that, that was she, just because it was early. Right, that she was the youngest. Waverly hints that she always felt that her mother didn't like her, and that's why she wasn't included. Interesting. Oh, my gosh. What if she's not an herb? Right. <gasps> what if she's I didn't holiday? even think about that until you said that. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not think of that for real. And now that you just said that out loud... <laughs> That would be a very interesting twist if that comes about. Holy crap, holy. (laughs) Okay, wow. Next point that I missed. Go ahead, Steve. (laughs) No, I think that was really the big one. Um, You know, the demons want to feast on everything and everyone, and they're digging their way out of the town. Attempting to. Yeah, attempting to. Like, that's going to, you know, if there's a triangle, it probably goes through the earth and digging under it ain't going to do any good, but. (laughs) Wow. I am like at a loss for words now, but wouldn't the revenants know if she wasn't an earth or is it just assumed? I think it's assumed because that's what I just, when they went after the father last time, Waverly was there and they took the oldest Willa thinking that they could stop the, curse but it didn't it just went to winona wow hmm, interesting and you know what on that note i want to know everybody else's thoughts on this absolutely good. fangirls own podcast at gmail.com we need to know because until steve just said that to me i would not have even thought that <laughs> so do you agree with steve do you disagree with steve send something to us let us know you know in the subject line but Yes, Steve is right, or no, he's totally wrong. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know, everyone. Oh, my gosh. And also, of course, we ask that you rate and review us on any platform that you're listening to us on because good ratings help other fans find the show. 
Tell your friends, tell your family, tell the coworkers around the water cooler and let us know if you're enjoying the podcast or what you think we could add or subtract to this. So don't forget to check us out. Fangirlzone.com, uh, on Facebook or FG Zone YouTube or the Fangirl Zone. If you want to check out some of the interviews that we've done, uh, like I said, Fangirlzone podcast at gmail.com is our, our email. Jetta 528's Twitter where I can tweet when I can. Unfortunately, real world and work get in the way sometimes. Yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> Retail will do that to you. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Steve, of course, is all over creation with his millions of podcasts. So, Steve, you want to do a, a rundown for some of them? All right. You can find me over at goldenspiralmedia.com doing Witness Prophecies, a Sleepy Hollow podcast. We just wrapped up season three over there. Uh, you can find me on Hollow Nine doing Sports Night and soon to be doing a wayward pines podcast and you can also find me over on the pod doctors at doctor who podcast with sean and a cast of thousands <laughs> and you can also find me doing c word an orphan black podcast and a new orphan black podcast called felix's helixes over on southgate media oh my gosh yes karen and i moved over to southgate to do our orphan black podcast (laughs) so steve is all over the internet but make sure you uh pop on over and find some find some of his millions of podcasts (laughs) and again we hope you're enjoying the sci-fi talk and we have more coming because of all the shows for our sci-fi channel and you know fangirl zone will always have other stuff popping in and out book to screen um, why aren't you watching which we have to get our new episodes up and uh we have a lot of interviews that we are pulling from the vault so hopefully you're enjoying all those so for this episode of fangirl zone i'm sean fangirl and i'm steve and until next time